to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. This is Real Estate Coaching Radio, and we are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm looking forward to our call. It's good stuff. Yeah, it is. Guys, the topic today is something all of you are going to absolutely love and adore. It's how to get unstuck, 12 easy steps to overcome complacency. And complacency is something that's a constant battle for many of us, no matter what time of year it is. And Julie and I have actually, um, we've got, well, I think all of you will agree, there's a lot of great content to present to you over probably today's radio show and tomorrow's. But before I get to that, I wanted to start out by actually making three really important announcements. Important from the perspective that, um, you know, frankly, we've reached three big milestones for Real Estate Coaching Radio. Number one, obviously, we exceeded our goal of having 50,000 regular listeners, and that number seems to be increasing. And I suspect, and Julie, I didn't tell you this, but I I suspect within the next probably three or four months, we'll exceed 100,000 regular listeners, which is, you know, considering that there's a million realtors, um, I'm sure that not all of our listeners are, uh, are realtors. I mean, I get feedback from small business owners, and I get feedback from people in other industries because on Blog Talk Radio, we're number one in the business section and all that. But still, for the most part, that's a huge percent of all the realtors out there mm-hmm. um, who have found that listening to us obviously is worthwhile. They wouldn't be doing it. So big thanks to all of you. And we are now um, the number one industry radio show, which I certainly really appreciate. And the third big announcement, which we just uh, found out about, last week is that Inman News Features is now going to be syndicating um, the occasional radio show, one radio show probably a week and maybe more over time. So that's pretty huge. I mean, that means that basically they're, uh, they value our content to the point where they think it would be beneficial to their, their readership, and I certainly really appreciate that. And, and, and you know, we've been long-time advocates of Inman um, you guys know we talk about uh, Inman News Features on the radio show, and a lot of times we get inspiration for our topics, and certainly a lot of our guest lists come from people that are also uh, contributing content on Inman. So again, the topic today is how to get unstuck, 12 easy steps to overcome complacency. So Julie, before I start, anything interesting from your schedule, from your coaching today? Because I know you and I have both been on coaching calls for the last few hours. Well, yeah, I, I, and I think you and I chatted briefly a little bit about this earlier, that the new clients that are really taking coaching to the next level and who are signing up and saying, yeah, I'm ready, this is my year, very interesting variety and fantastic quality just in terms of having their head screwed on straight, ready to make 2015. Either In some cases, I think it's their comeback year, and in other cases, I think it's just going to flat out be their best year ever based on listening to their mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Julie, you might want to call back in. Your your phone is a little sketchy. Sketchy. All right, you got it. I'll see you in a second. And you know what? You know what? I'll make it easy for you. We're going to run a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to present okay. to you guys, again, how to get unstuck, 12 easy steps to overcome complacency. So we'll be back in about a minute. Are you ready for 2015? Do you have a plan in place to make it your best year ever? Or are you still struggling in your career and waiting for your ship to come in? You can make this your best year ever, but only if you take control of your career and create an action plan for success. 
Join thousands of top producing agents across the nation who have turned to Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching to help them achieve top producing production and performance. Coaching works, and that's a fact. 10% of agents complete an amazing 90% of all transactions because they have a coach. Coaching and training is a critical part of a successful real estate career, but don't just take our word for it. Here's what Steve Brown, the president of the National Association of Realtors, had to say. Well, I'll tell you why it's critical. There are some brokers who, when they hire, they hire indiscriminately. They just don't even look at the training or they don't provide the training and the education that a new agent needs in in the marketplace. As a real estate agent, you've got to associate yourself with a firm that's dedicated to your professionalism and your growth and then the services like a personal coach like Tim, you and Julie do. There are very few real estate people like you so personally and passionately involved in our industry. And um, thank you for, for what you do for our industry. Both of you are a wonderful voice for all that's best in the realtor organization in our industry. So I thank you. If you want the production and performance that comes with being a top producer, then you need a coach. Not just any coach, but the leaders in coaching today. Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. We provide you with industry-leading one-on-one coaching with a trained professional coach, along with all the lead generation systems, scripts, presentations, team building, and business planning tools you need to dominate your local real estate market. We offer affordable pricing with no long-term contracts, and our entire coaching staff are trained professional agents with top producing track records. Take action and visit us at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call with a trained real estate professional. There's no risk and no obligation, just a free, personal, one-on-one call with a trained professional coach. Join the elite 10% of agents who make all the difference in today's marketplace. Visit freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Okay, and we're great. back. So Tim, yes, we are back. And let's jump right in with 12 easy steps to overcome complacency, how to get unstuck. So complacency kills. Nothing destroys more than flat-out apathy. The question isn't who cares. It's what do you care about? What are you actually prioritizing? When I think about overcoming complacency, I think two things are needed passion and purpose. Life is maximized when lived with passion and purpose. But this doesn't mean that you have to feel passion to be successful. That's just bunk, right? You don't have to feel passionate all the time. No one feels passion 100% of the time about what they do. That would be kind of weird. You're lucky if you have true passion for 10% of the things you do for work. I always joke with my clients, Tim, that's why we call it work and not vacation. So 10% of the time, in other words, work is called work because you have to work. Have passion for what comes as a result of your work, family, hobbies, things that it affords you to do. Does that make sense, Tim? Yeah, I mean, your point about, you know, 10% of the time, if you're having, uh, you've got to be honest with yourself. You know, if, you're, if you have true passion, 10% of the time you're doing really, really stellar in your, in your career. But the reality of it is, 
is I can pretty much guarantee you that you'll be wildly successful even if you only feel passionate 1% of the time about what you do for your business, what you do in your industry. There is a big, I think, career-ending, confusing misnomer myth out there that you have to be passionate in order to be successful. Well, you know, as Julie just said, in many things that we call work, it's impossibly passionate all the time. I mean, that's, you know, it just doesn't work that way. So if you do, if you are, if you find yourself being confused because you just don't feel passion, you know, that's normal. Be passionate about what comes from the work. Be passionate about what it affords you. Be passionate about what it affords uh, the people that you love. Be passionate about the lifestyle that you can create for yourself. And then, yeah, if you have to you know, do a lot of work that you just dislike during the course of the day or would rather not do, remind yourself of what those specific uh, passionate goals are. Now, this is a great place for me to drop in a little quick uh, thank you again, something I didn't mention prior to the commercial break, Julie. We're going mm-hmm. to, um, as our way of saying thanks to all of you before Julie gets to the next bit of our notes, is in the notes of today's radio show, in the description, I know a vast majority of you listen to us on a mobile device. Uh, just click the show description. There's a link in there. And again, as our way of show, uh, saying thanks to you to help, it, so help you stay focused, we're going to give you a free copy of our book, Think and Grow Rich. Now, included with that, this is the updated real estate version. It's sold out on Amazon. We started giving it out, so we just stopped printing it. Um, but also included with that is our real estate treasure map, which is our business plan. Now, this is not just some one-page business plan. This is an in-depth, big-time, you know, honest-to-God, drill-down business plan. So go ahead in the show description, click on that link, and you can download And there's no opt-in, there's no nothing. You can just go ahead and download it after you click on the link. No strings attached. It's our way of saying thank you for helping to make this the number one real estate radio show. Julie, back to complacency. Yes, so here's a warning for everyone. Don't confuse complacency with being content. There's nothing wrong with feeling content. It's something that we all strive for all the time in life. So don't be confused about that. The problem happens when we drift from contentment into complacency. So how does this happen? Is it normal uh, to become complacent? Well, it's an interesting fact that according to some scientists, we have about 60,000 thoughts per day. And 95 to 98% of those thoughts are the same ones day in and day out, or rather the same types of thoughts at least. So let's do some math here. It's pretty interesting. 95% of 60,000 thoughts equals 57,000 thoughts that were the same as or the same type of thought as yesterday. We can guesstimate that we can take about 10,000 of those thoughts to think about getting up in the morning, planning our day ahead, driving to school or work, practical thinking about issues at work or home or your transactions you're working on. These are practical thoughts that we have to think about day in and day out. So we're left with just about 47,000 thoughts left. Well, that's 47,000 spare thoughts, thoughts that are up for grabs and could be turned into something useful. So what do you think these thoughts are about? Well, here's some classifications of those 47,000 thoughts that we have. Typical things, worry, boredom, daydreaming, future planning, catastrophizing, fighting in our minds, negative self-talk, positive self-talk, what other other people think of us, etc. So how many of the 47,000 spare thoughts that we have each day Do we think positively about the future or plan positively about the future or ask the right questions to get to a better future? The fact is, 98% of everyone will be born and die within the same 50-mile radius. 
So, so why do we share why do we share this with you guys? Is because complacency creeps in as a result of nothing disrupting our normal thought patterns that we have during the course of the day. It is very interesting if you were to actually be honest with yourself and look to see how many like what you know one day over the other. I would venture a guess that you're literally doing virtually the same thing every day at the same time. Those activities are triggering the same thoughts that you're having. So literally, you're doing the exact same things at virtually the exact same times every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year. And so what happens is because we get in these sort of these subconscious patterns, if you will, that forces us to be in this this you know, world where we don't do anything different. We don't think of anything that's bigger than ourselves. We don't start setting big goals. We don't have really any expectations that life will get consistently better. There's nothing that says that your life cannot get consistently better. So many of us, again, this is another one of those myths, believe that success only comes in spurts and that basically life is all about basically, you know, you have a good time in your life and a bad time in your life. Who says why can't you make every day better than the last day? You can do that, but you have to overtly uh, learn to self-direct your thoughts. Again, the complacency creeps in when we find ourselves in these recurring patterns of behavior that are fed from these same recurring patterns of thought. This is the time of year. Any time of year is the time of year. But this is the time of year for you really to do what I call a pattern interrupt to your thinking and to your behavior so you can Honestly, for the first time ever, get back to what truly drives you, why you got in the real estate business, why you decided to take the risk of being a realtor, why it is that you put so much, many of you put so much effort in, and if you're not getting the results that you want to get, you know, it's probably from the thoughts that you're allowing to enter in your mind have then allowed you to basically become very complacent. Or as many of our personal coaching clients, you guys are doing exceptionally well. Some of you are making millions and millions of dollars per year in personal commission. So what are the thoughts that you guys have that are working for you? Obviously, we want to continue to manifest the actions that come from those thoughts, but you also got to be making sure that you don't become complacent about those particular activities that you've been doing that have made you successful, you see? So this complacency conversation, guys, is actually more relevant to those of you who are being very successful right now than maybe it is to the people that aren't being successful because it's the ones that are more, that are you know, really at the top of their game or getting there that are at the highest risk of becoming complacent because you start telling yourself that you've got it all figured out. So Julie and I have written down four questions for you to take the complacency test. So Julie, what's the first question? That's right. So remember, this can happen at any level of business. So take these questions seriously. There are four of them. Number one, do you have a real business plan? Yes or no? A plan is an exact roadmap, not just a load of generalized statements or some plan you're carrying around in your head. Do you have a real business plan? Tim just told you earlier how to access the treasure map. That is the business plan. So is it real? Yes or no? Just answer. There's, there's no gray area there. So if you don't have a business plan, you're being complacent already. So number two, do you have a list of new skills that you need to master? Will you master them in the next 90 days 100%? Yes or no? Some of you, you've got to think, what would those new skills be? Maybe you don't have them written down because you haven't thought about it yet. So if you don't have a list of new things you're working on over the next 90 days to master, you're probably in complacency. Question number three. Do you feel stuck? Do you look around and find that you are physically, mentally, spiritually, educationally, and financially stuck, maybe in the 1990s? 
Maybe you're still somebody wishing it was the real estate boom. When are we going to let go of that, right? We want to get on to the next round here. So do you feel stuck? Maybe you feel stuck in two out of three of those categories, physically, mentally, spiritually, educationally. A lot of our newer clients are stuck educationally because they know it's a new market and they've got to update their skills. So if you're feeling stuck, maybe that's an indication that you're being complacent. But Number Julie, four. let's, let's, just, let's just jump off there for a second. Sure. I remember a time when you and I were selling real estate, and you might remember this too. We were living in New Albany, mm-hmm. and you and I were doing really well, selling lots of blah, 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 right? And then, but what happened is we allowed ourselves to become complacent with our education. We allowed ourselves to become complacent with what we were learning. We got distracted by other things. We, you know, life happens. And as a result of that, I remember having a conversation with you because our income didn't increase that year. It was basically the same. Right. And that had been the first year that that had happened where we hadn't you know, increased our income by a significant margin. And then we, you and I peeled the layers of that onion back and figured out it was because we were doing, for our business, we had not improved our skills. We had not improved our pre-listing uh, presentation. We had not improved our listing presentation. We have not improved what we are expecting out of ourselves as far as our daily schedule and the results that we would get. Do you remember that? I do. I do. I absolutely do. So it's not just for newbies. It's not just for people returning to the real estate market. It's, It's none of that. This can happen to anyone at any level. And oftentimes, it happens at different points in your career for different reasons. So don't say to yourself, well, I already went through that once. It can't happen to me again. It probably will happen to you. It may be happening to you already if you're answering certain ways to these four questions. So use this as a test to determine what's going on with you and how, what level of complacency are you in in what areas. So, Tim, how can they overcome complacency? Let's say that they have come to terms with us. They've looked at those four questions. And, yeah, maybe they're in some level of complacency. What are they supposed to do about it? How do you blast yourself out of that? Well, so the easiest one first is do you have a real estate business plan, right? Do you have an actual roadmap of where you are and where you want to be? We've made it easy for you. In the show description today, click on that link that our producer is going to drop in there and download um, our book, Think and Grow Rich, at the real estate edition. And then it's an updated version of Think and Grow Rich. And then also you can download the real estate treasure map, which is part of Think and Grow Rich, the same thing. The treasure map is the beginning part of the book. So there's that. Now, when you get it, what are you going to do with it? I wonder how many of you are just going to have it sit on your hard drive. How many of you are actually going to take that information and do absolutely nothing with it versus those of you who will actually print it out, take it seriously? And this is not a wimpy business plan. Julie, how many pages is it? I forget. I don't know. It's over 100. And and that sounds like a pretty daunting thing, right? But it forces you to think about goals in five areas of life. How much money do you have to earn not just to keep the lights on, but to get what you want for yourself and your family out of your real estate practice? You know, some of you guys are coming around the bend to get back to why you got in real estate in the first place. Many of our clients have gone through the boom, the bust, the recession, the recovery. You guys have been kind of on on the yo-yo for a while. And so now we're getting you refocused on why are you in real estate now? What's going on with this year? So the business plan forces you to be introspective on goal setting, on the income that you need. Not, like I said, not just to keep the lights on. Most people, you do times three, right? So in order to pay all of your bills, you've got a certain amount of money that you've got to earn. Most agents figure out how to do a deal to take care of that here and there, and somehow miraculously that happens. But in order to have the life of your dreams, it's not like 50 times that. For most people, it's about three times what it takes for you to pay your personal overhead. 
It's not that you have to do 900 deals to get there. It's usually an incremental increase, but the difference is doing it month in and month out. So that's what the business plan is about. Like you said, it's not lightweight. It should take so, you more than an afternoon to do. It's important. So the second question we wrote down is, you know, do you have a list of new skills where you'll 100% master in the next 90 days? Julia had a great call today with a new coaching client, and this guy had been mm-hmm. with another coaching company uh, for seven years, and he felt like he kind of maxed out of what he could get from the other mm-hmm. coaching company, which I'm sure he had. Um, mm-hmm. And But he was coming to us because he realized that his skill set had become complacent. His listing presentation was complacent. His pre-listing pack was complacent. His everything and how he was approaching the business was becoming complacent. So as a result of that, his income was stagnating. His opportunities were becoming complacent. And how he saw life, he thought he had maxed out what he could possibly do in his life and his business. He thought basically he was at the top of the mountain. And then I reminded him that there's, hey, guess what? There's a whole different way to approach this business. You know, you've got to start with realizing that probably in every area that you think is perfect, you need to at least consider the fact that it's old, outdated, needs to be tossed out, needs to be updated. So guys, really when you're thinking about it, what new skills will you 100% master in the, 90 day, in the next 90 days? I would strongly suggest that all of you master our listing presentation. The next one is, do you feel stuck you know, do you look around and you realize you're physically, mentally, spiritually, educationally, financially stuck, you know, in a past generation? All this at some point find ourselves in a place where we don't like the way we look. We don't like the way we dress. We don't like the way we feel. You know, we don't like the life that we're leading. And really it takes a coach. It takes some sort of epiphany to come into your world to really shock you out of that moment of complacency. When was the last time you actually updated your wardrobe? You know, when is the last time you actually looked at yourself in the mirror and did a be honest about how much weight you really need to lose? I heard a statistic yesterday that the average, no, it was this morning, that the average American is 20 pounds overweight and has uh, $10,000 in credit card debt. I thought that was interesting. So those two numbers are very consistent. So are you like the average American where you're carrying credit card debt and you had, so that would be financially complacent, right? And where you're overweight, well, that would be physically complacent. You guys, these are things that are easily changed with very small amounts of very focused effort. To go from where you are to go to where you want to be, it's not usually 100% more effort. It's usually small tweaks in what you're already doing. Sometimes it's 10% or 20% more effort with something you're already doing. Your lead follow-up becomes a little bit more focused. Your intent on losing weight becomes a little bit more focused. Your intent on accumulating weight. So that's the point, guys, is that these tiny little incremental changes make all the difference in the world. So be honest with yourself. Where are you feeling stuck? And if you don't know where you're feeling stuck and you're looking for uh, someone from the outside looking in that will be perfectly honest with you, obviously request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And you know what? I like the last point too. Do you only – this is question number four. Do you only truly work, in other words, get results when you feel a certain way? Have you convinced yourself – that in order for you to really get great results in your business, you have to feel motivated, you have to feel inspired, you have to feel something. Well, that's another surefire sign that you are complacent. You're not realizing the true motivation, really feeling motivated, really feeling passion, to bring in a word from earlier on today's radio show, that only happens through action. Action is what leads the emotions. Those of you who are waiting around to feel a certain way emotionally that, leads in you getting, that results in you getting you know, a positive result, making money, 
That only happens in reality when you're in motion, when you're in action. And it starts with simple things like your morning routine, with working out in the morning, with, you know, those types of things make a huge bit of difference. So those are the four questions. Are you complacent? So, Julie, I think we have time to present to these guys two points, and then we'll get to our other points mm-hmm. tomorrow, about what they can do to overcome complacency. Because chances are, guys, every single one of you listening are complacent in some aspect of your life. So, Julie, how can they overcome complacency, point number one? Well, this, this first point is very interesting. It starts out with create a crisis. Allow yourself to actually feel some anxiety, but don't go overboard. Find your optimal anxiety. Optimal anxiety is a really healthy form of anxiety. It's sometimes for what you guys felt when you first got your license. Oh, I've got to go do a deal. I just got my license. I'm excited. You had some optimal anxiety about it. It's a type of God-given apprehension that must be paid attention to. There is something that causes so much unease in us that it almost forces passion to happen. Here's a good example. Optimal anxiety is a financial goal. Put a house and contract to close 90 days from now that forces you to save money. Don't create anxiety overkill, though. One example of that, someone who has to lose weight never takes action until the doctor tells them that they're developing diabetes, and then if they don't lose weight, they're going to start to lose appendages. So I would say, Tim, in summary, point number one is create some anxiety, some optimal anxiety, but understand how to manage that for yourself. Does that make sense? Billy, how do you do that as a coach? How do you do that with one of your clients? Because I have my... You know, and I, we obviously coach our coaches to um, hold their clients accountable through using optimal anxiety. But what are the little tricks? It really is person-dependent, isn't it? There's not just one answer. It is. It is. It depends on, you know, what their goals are and, and how they tick. But I had a call like that today where I have an agent that is having her best January ever. She's got $80,000 coming in in January, which is fantastic. But uh, guess how much is in February? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> There's the anxiety. Okay, so here's the thing. Can she live on that for the next probably three or four months? I think most of us could make that work. So 80000 is a great month. It's not a bad 60 days. It's an okay quarter. But the longer you stretch it out, aren't you already feeling anxiety about what's next? And then when I put another focus on it, I like putting it under a little microscope here. Has she socked away? Some of that has to go to taxes. Some of that should be for savings, paying off some debt. And then pretty soon that 80000 isn't the 80000 that we're so attached to. Then she feels motivated enough to actually put more deals pending for February. So really, you and I can create the optimal anxiety in probably two or three minutes on a coaching call just by doing a little bit of math. That's right. You know, and so it's, there's a lot, of been, a lot of psychology, a lot of psychological studies that have been done on what truly motivates people in a meaningful way. You know, there's the whole moving towards pleasure or moving away from pain. Mm -hmm. But it turns out that neither of those are as beneficial in terms of basically creating motivation within somebody more than losing something that you already have, okay? So losing something, if I said, for example, you know, I'll give you a Rolex if you, you know, list 10 houses in the next 30 days. Ah, you know, that's that's a motivation. If I say I'm going to, like, you know, you're going to have to say, for example, do a bunch of open houses that you don't want to do in the next 30 days as a punishment if you don't hit a certain goal. Well, okay, but you know, open houses aren't that bad, right? That's how our minds work. But if I say, I'm going to show up at your house and take your TV and your watch, right, or whatever it is, if you don't hit a certain goal, all of a sudden losing something that you already have does create 
burning desire and does shock people out of complacency. And again, Julie mentioned this in the notes, right? It's like when the doctor tells the person who's overweight that if you don't lose weight, you're going to, you know, frankly have to start, you're going to develop diabetes and there's going to be lots of health-related problems and it's a slippery slope and the next thing you know, you're pushing that daisies, right? I mean, there's usually in our lives, because we are so, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, apt to basically become complacent, it usually takes something shocking like that to really get us to take a different direction and to have sort of a mental pivot, if you want to call it that. So the, the key for all of you is to realize that if you're only going to make really meaningful changes in your lives, when something external is forcing it to happen, that you're not ever really going to have a continual improvement in your life because of the fact that those things don't happen that often. So one of the first things you've got to do is understand that you have to create, and we do that in many different ways, depending on, the, you know, as Julie and I were just talking, we do it many different ways from a coaching perspective, but creating some sort of anxiety within you without actually having it being problematic, like our previous example, that makes all the difference. So Julie, we have time for one more point for today's show. All right, you got it. So point number two on how to actually get out of complacency, get rid of your visible signs of success all of your awards, your plaques, your things all over your office, so that you're removing the jibber-jabber, making it so you've got less pressure. That means when you have all that around you, it's almost like you're saying, ah, yeah, I've done it before. I'll be fine. It'll come together for me this year. You're resting on past performance versus causing something to actually happen. So clear out your office and start over. Act as if you just got your license. You don't have any money in the bank. You've got some debt, which for some of you is harder than others, right? For some of you, that's not an issue to try and imagine that. But get rid of those things that kind of say, oh, yeah, you got it going on, because that's getting you to stop resting on those past performances and to turn over a new leaf and embrace what's going on this year, regardless of what happened, good, bad, or otherwise, last year. This year is dependent on the actions that you take today, this week, this month, this quarter. Back to you, Tim. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a really great point. And again, I'm speaking to those of you who are personal coaching clients. A lot of you guys are having fantastic years. I mean, already, and you're having, you had a fantastic year last year and you've got, you're starting to accumulate again. You're starting to re, and a lot of you guys were in rebuilding years from say 2011 through 2013. And, you know, 2014 was your comeback year. In 2015, you're worried, oh my God, am I going to be able to do it again? And what's 2016 going to be like? Well, here's the bottom line. Everything that you think you know, everything that you're doing well must be done better. But again, it's just usually the slight turning of the knob, just turning up the temperature on the stove just ever so much to keep you going to the next level. You cannot uh, rest on your laurels. You cannot live on past successes. And that goes specifically to tossing out any sort of rudimentary representations of what you've done in the past, the plaques, the awards, the everything else. Clear all that crap out. Go minimalist in your office and make it so that when you're in there, you're remembering that you have to stay with what we, Julie and I call uh, in your three-foot world, right? And that's basically where you're surrounding yourself with only what's immediately around you. And if all of a sudden you're, you know, if you have the plaques and the awards and whatnot, then your mind is kind of lulled into complacency and you're remembering back that 10 years ago when you were the agent of the year and now all of a sudden you're not working as hard as you otherwise would have been. Guys, here's the magic about really life in general. So much of what we experience in life, virtually everything, right, 99% of everything we experience in life, good, bad, or indifferent, happens based on our thinking and the choices that we make as a result of our thinking. 
So if you're not getting what you want out of life, it really is a function of what's happening between your ears. If you're getting what you want out of life and you're doing fantastic and you're worried about going to the next level, it's the same thing. You have to focus on your thinking because your thinking then will lead to your actions. But with that said, don't make the mistake of thinking that you have to feel a certain way before you get into action, right? All these things, guys, to a lot of you, those of you who are ready to get the message here and understand that life is for the seizing, life is for the taking, life is for the enjoyment, life is a gift. Those of you who get it are going to have incredible years. For the next, maybe even, I truly believe we're at the very beginning stage is what's going to be a 10-year real estate boom. Embrace that concept and see how your actions change. See how the results you get in life change. If there's anything we can do for you guys, what do you do? Free coaching calls for agents.com. A quick announcement. Um, we did have a price increase in our coaching. Uh, we will be probably forming a wait list for all of our coaching classes starting in about 60 days just because so many agents have been joining. Uh, we are going to limit the size of all of our uh, coaching um, programs. That's, I mean, uh, we've really been talking about it for the past year whether or not we want to get away from the personalized, individualized approach that we've been taking and move to this sort of big homogenized approach that our competitors do. And we decide we don't want to do that. So we will be forming wait lists probably in the next 60 days. If you're ready and you have to make that decision yourself to hire a coach, please consider us. Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com or you can just sign up directly at timandjulieharris.com and click on uh, coaching and you can choose what class is uh, most appropriate for you. In the meantime, we're going to pick up tomorrow where we left off talking about how to get unstuck, 12 easy steps to overcome complacency, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.